Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week is a very, 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 very intense week. Did I say very intense? Just wanted to make that point clear. We've got the Uranus-North Node conjunction. I'm sure you've been seeing it all over social media. It's been a very anticipated event that happens in 2022. We've also got Jupiter retrograde and the new moon in Leo. We will be explaining everything you need to know about all three of these astrological events. But in case you missed it, it is officially Leo season. The sun is now in Leo. Mercury is now in Leo. Leo energy is definitely a key player in the astrology, so if you missed last week's episode, then definitely go back and listen to that so you have an understanding of where we're at now. And next week, after this very busy week in astrology, we have more of a chill week. Mercury will be entering Virgo. Yes, Mercury does move that quickly. Mercury is at home in Virgo, so again, it will be some chill, nice and easy vibes, and trust me, we will need it after all of the events happening this week. And after a short ad break, we'll get right into When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To it. If you listen to the ads, you know what I'm going to say. You're a real one. If you didn't, just know I will still be judging you every week. Anyways, let's discuss what on earth is happening in this crazy week. We start off on July 26th at 3.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, date and time are from the website astroseek.com. Uranus will be conjunct the North Node. What you need to know is that society as we know it is about to go under some very serious changes. The North Node deals with the direction we are heading in in life. Uranus deals with rebellion and change and is unpredictable. So when you put these two together, you know that it's time for society to make some serious changes and it might feel a little chaotic in the world. Now, one thing you should know is this doesn't necessarily affect you on a personal level unless you have like Taurus placements at 18 degrees, which is where this conjunction is happening. But this is definitely one that impacts society more than it does the person. But nonetheless, it's something we should definitely be paying attention to. Yeah, another thing that's really important to kind of note about this is that some of us will feel something happen on the day, especially if you do have Taurus placements around 18 degrees. The rest of us, we might not fully understand what this means for us in our personal lives or even on a more societal level until a little bit after when we have the chance to really reflect 
reflect and look back on it. So yes, this is a big event and there's going to be a lot of things changing. It's a very unstable and unpredictable energy. However, at the same time, it might not be very obvious in the moment and a lot of these changes might be initiated around this time, but you won't really get to experience the full effects until a little while later. Yeah, if anything, it might feel like a sudden like burst of insight, a sudden realization, if anything, about what you need to do in life. But what this kind of deals with in a societal level is progress and change. There are also potential themes of rebellion and upheaval and chaos keyword is potential uranus is extremely unpredictable you never really know what exactly will happen with it but just know that change is something that is the only thing that's predictable the only thing that's guaranteed and since it's happening in the sign of taurus which does deal with like money it also is an earth sign if we're thinking about earth we could assume there might be some changes in terms of the finances of the world, stock market things going on. I mean, we are in recession vibes at the moment. So, you know, there's a lot of things happening in terms of the economy. The climate might be affected. Overall, things are changing in the world and we'll get more insight on it on this day. Speaking of climate change, if you live in North America or some parts of Europe, then you already know that we're experiencing a heat wave right now. So that's just another example of Taurus and nature and some of the things that we might see with Uranus conjunct the North Node. I know that there's a lot of other stuff going on in the news regarding greenhouse gases and even just like protecting our environment and our space. So we might see more of that in the news as well as we get closer to the conjunction. Yeah, something you didn't know about this Uranus North Node conjunction is it forms a a grand cross which is extremely activating the grand cross will happen within the north and south node in taurus and scorpio uranus in taurus mars in taurus and it squares saturn in aquarius and squares mercury in leo grand crosses can highlight the modality that is happening this is a fixed grand cross yeah it's always very activating in the sense that there's like a lot of stuff going on or you can feel like you're being pulled in a lot of different directions or there's a lot of conflicting things going on again that can be just like within yourself or you might see it on a more like external level like with the news but it's not necessarily one of the most easy aspects yeah it's interesting because when I think of fixed I think of things that are lasting for a long time things that want to stay but knowing that Uranus is here which is what's making this so uncomfortable it's like we've been doing things for so long and the things that we've been doing for so long are being highlighted but we know they need to change but we don't want to change them necessarily so it's it's a lot it's a lot of things going on also if you ever pay attention people say that 18 degrees is mm, a little scary of a degree I don't know that's not my 
cup of tea in astrology, but people do say that. So just wanted to throw that in there. It's interesting because I know Saturn in Aquarius has been bringing a lot of change with technology. And if we think of the North Node in Taurus and Uranus in Taurus changing money, we're seeing all these tech companies having huge layoffs going on. And, you know, Mercury and Leo is encouraging us to speak up, but now it's under a lot of conflict. Saturn in Aquarius also is dealing with some progress in the just a lot. Mars is breakages. It's anger. There's frustration. I just have not a lot of nice things to say. <laughs> and I don't want you to be scared because change is necessary. But if there's anything that might make you feel better... Is that in traditional astrology, none of this matters. <laughs> I mean, some of it matters, but not a lot of it does. Yeah, so in a traditional astrology, the nodes can't make aspects because they can't like see each other. Uranus also is not a visible planet from Earth. So basically, if you're a traditional astrologer, none of this is happening at all, which is like kind of funny to think about. So if you've been listening to this and you're a little bit stressed, just know that some people may not even be looking at this in their astrology practice at all. One last thing that I do want to mention, just because Jay brought up tech companies and their employees and stuff like that, we know that the tech industry has been on the rise for a while, and there was a lot of opportunities there. And they were essentially growing at such a fast rate that was no longer going to be sustainable. And I feel like the idea of sustainability is really important because a lot of the things that are kind of changing or being affected by Uranus conjunct the North Node in Taurus has to do with longevity and things that are stable. And if it is not stable, that probably will be revealed. So it's very much kind of like that rebuilding energy especially with things that feel like familiar or like they've always been one way because that's how Taurus is it likes to keep things the same but Uranus is here to kind of shake that all up so again it can be a very unstable energy just because there is a lot of change but at the same time you have to remember that change is always happening and the best way to kind of go about this I guess my favorite advice or at least what I'm telling myself to help myself even just get through this transit is to kind of just trust the process and that things will work out and not try to have control over every aspect of things that are going on and just letting you know myself take a step back and see how things end up going because again Uranus is unpredictable there's no way for you to know you just have to kind of go with the flow and if you do have mutable energy in your chart then you are used to that already yeah so the people who might feel this the most are anyone obviously in the fixed sign modality just because the grand cross is happening in all fixed signs so taurus scorpio leo aquarius you're more likely to notice this than the rest of us but regardless i still think whatever happens on the 26th just remember it because we do have eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio in the fall that have aspects to Uranus. So this is not the first Uranus North Node situation intensity thing happening. A few things I've been on the lookout for this year in terms of the state of the world have been this conjunction and specifically the eclipses in the fall. I've had November 3rd on my radar for a while 
So you might want to notice what's happening because these themes will probably come back in the fall. And I just think it's good to prepare for the unexpected as best as you can, whatever that means to you, because this is a a rough one. So on the bright side, the next thing we're going to talk about has the glimmer of hope in the midst of this all. (laughs) And I'm sorry to the Leos. And I hope you all remember me saying to stop crying during cancer season because it was the last kind of easy season for a while we're in the know here in this podcast if you know you can prepare if you know better you can do better that's that's my ted talk that's what i gotta (laughs) say on on everything that's about to happen because there's more there's more we're not done we are definitely not done who wants hope let's talk july 28th at 1 54 p.m eastern standard time we have the new moon in leo thank i am so thankful for this new moon in leo What you should know is new moons are new beginnings, right? This is all about Leo. It's all about the self. So it's like, okay, where am I at? How do I feel? What do I think? Who am I? How this affects you is we're setting intentions around being more of yourself, being more optimistic, being more confident. New moons are also typically viewed as times to manifest So if that's something that resonates with you, go ahead, take advantage of the new moon in Leo to do some manifestation, but definitely take this as a day to like check in and ask yourself, how can you be more of yourself and be more confident of who you really are? Another thing to know about this new moon that just really enhances all of the positive energy is that this new moon is also having a positive aspect to Jupiter. We're really just embracing that optimistic energy here, especially because we just were talking about all of the changes and things that are going to come up with Uranus conjunct the North Node. But now that the new moon in Leo is here, it's kind of a good time to accept whatever just happened so that you can start new because new moons represent new beginnings. Yeah, and something else that you might not know is this is happening at 5 degrees Leo, and 5 degrees is a Leo degree, which is adding more Leo energy to this whole situation with the new moon. The sun is at home in Leo during Leo season, obviously, so it just adds to the good vibes going on. And yeah, I would say this is definitely a time to you know, do some do some manifestations. If that's something you're into, set some intentions. And also since Leo is ruled by the sun and this is actually happening in the middle of the day, that this could be a fun opportunity to like go out in the sun if it's sunny by you during the new moon in Leo. Yes, it would be a great beach day or day at the lake on a mountain anywhere just outside. I also want to mention, too, that you could really embrace the confident and bold Leo energy if there is something that you've been wanting to 
either initiate or maybe you've been wanting to do it, but you didn't have like the confidence or you just weren't feeling quote unquote ready for it, this would be the perfect time to just go for it and dive into whatever this endeavor is for you. So the people who are the most affected by this new moon in Leo are obviously Leos. Leos are known to be in the spotlight, but this new moon is definitely putting the spotlight on Leos. Aquarius placements are also going to feel this. They might feel a little bit of some intensity since it will be opposite their Aquarius placement. Oppositions are push-pull dynamics. I will say Aquarius risings, though. This is a time to be manifesting love if that's something you're into so Aquarius placements be on the lookout for that and then if you have Taurus or Scorpio placements then this new moon will be square your placements I know that we just really hyped up how positive this new moon in Leo is and it definitely is however it still will be a little bit more challenging for you just because of the square but again don't let the challenges like scare you or make you feel like you won't get to really enjoy the new moon it just means that you might feel a little bit more uncomfortable as you are setting these goals or starting new things in your life so if you want to know how the new moon in Leo affects you on a personal level then we do offer readings the readings are are hosted on an app called Intro, which allows for FaceTime style calls. You can choose if you want to book a reading with either me or Kara, and we have time slots for as short as 15 minutes to as long as an hour. The reading can be anything that you want to know. You can ask us any astrology questions. There's an option for you to write notes in advance so we can know what you want to talk about and you can really get whatever you want out of it. We can talk all about how the new moon in Leo affects you or really anything you want to know. And if you have not booked a reading with us before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, for 20% off your first reading. And our links will be in the description. Well, let's take a deeper look into the new moon because while it is really positive, there is something happening that might cause some discomfort for others. So the sun and moon are both trying Jupiter, which is great for being optimistic as Kara had mentioned earlier since Jupiter is an abundant planet it's allowing us to set these optimistic goals for ourselves however with the opposition to Pluto there can be some really strong feelings that come up or certain things being brought to light if we're thinking about being in the spotlight now we're having this opposite Pluto Certain things from the past that we still need to heal from or learn from and grow from might be still highlighted and recognized as well. Yeah, and for anyone who maybe is a little bit thrown off by the opposition to Pluto, Pluto is still in Capricorn and the new moon is at early degrees Leo and Pluto's at late degrees Capricorn. So that's how that opposition is happening. So I believe it's out of sign. But it still is worth mentioning and definitely important to know because Pluto will bring up a lot of stuff and it brings a lot of intensity to the new moon as well. So that's another thing to just be aware of as you're going through your new moon ritual and setting your attentions that Pluto is there and any feelings or doubts that you might be having are valid but really try your best to lean into that Jupiter positive energy it really will help you kind of overcome whatever those fears are well speaking of Jupiter on this exact same day July 28th at 4 38 p.m eastern standard time just a few hours after 
the new moon in Leo, Jupiter will station retrograde in Aries. What you need to know is that this is a time where we're kind of scaling back a little and I recently heard someone, I wish I could remember who said it so I could credit them. And if you happen to know, please let me know. But someone was like, you need to make your own luck with Jupiter retrograde because Jupiter going forward is all about having luck and abundance and good things happen. But when we take it retrograde, it's kind of a time where you need to make your own luck. And there might not be as much of it going around. Now, I will say retrogrades provide reflective type of vibes and Jupiter can also deal with, you know, our spirituality. So this could be a time to do some looking in. But there's other things going on. Jupiter also deals with like international affairs. And if you've been paying attention to any of the things happening with travel and flights, specifically, I'm seeing Air Canada under like a lot of heat for canceling flights or having flight delays or just a not enough airline workers. I don't know if this will get better during the Jupiter retrograde since Travel stuff might happen, might go on. Just something to be on the lookout for if you have any travel plans because this is happening for a while and it's just good to have it in the back of your head in case you are, you know, traveling anytime soon. Yeah, obviously flights don't stop. Vacations don't stop just because Jupiter's retrograde, but it is really good to just know because you never know. You could just have like a flight delay or things like that. So if you are traveling, it's a good thing to have in the back of your mind. Another thing too, back to what Jay was saying before about that retrograde, like internal reflective type of energy, it could be a really good time to think about the things that you've been working on and really like celebrate the small wins because it might not feel like things are as exciting. Finding like little moments that you could celebrate could be a really good thing to do during the retrograde time. Other things that could happen is law and policy changes. I always like to think back to Jupiter retrograde during like COVID times, if you all remember that and were with us during that. I know that certain things were being changed conveniently around like the restrictions, but that's all like policy stuff that might happen as well. Just wanted to throw that in there if you are someone who's just paying attention to the global story. Anyway, something you might not know is that this is happening for quite a long time, the Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter will stay retrograde all the way until November 23rd. It switches into Pisces on October 28th. So you'll only have Jupiter retrograde in Aries for a few months, then Jupiter retrograde in Pisces for a few weeks before going direct in November 23rd. Yeah, so we just kind of are in the first, I'm going to call it the first phase, first level, level one of Jupiter and Aries and then it will retrograde as Jade was just saying back into Pisces and when it is in Pisces during the retrograde and then eventually when it stations direct in November that's going to be the closing like the ending of our Jupiter in Pisces story that's going to be the end of that and then we're fully going to move into Jupiter and Aries afterwards so you know we just kind of got a little taste for Jupiter and Aries and we're gonna rewind it 
finish off the things that need to be finished off and then continue moving forward. So yeah, interesting times. We really enjoy Jupiter in Pisces because Jupiter's at home in Pisces. So yes, it will be retrograde for a little bit there, but it in theory will be a little bit easier and it will be a good time just to have Jupiter back in its home sign for a little while before it goes back into Aries. Yeah, and we will talk about Jupiter retrograde in Pisces and what that means like in October since it's not happening for a long time. We'll worry about that later. Mm -hmm. So for now, just worry about Jupiter retrograde in Aries. Now, obviously, certain signs will feel this more than others. Aries will notice this the most since Jupiter retrograde will be going over their Aries placements. So especially if you're in Aries rising, you might be scaling back a little bit on presenting yourself so outwardly to the world, maybe do a little internal reflection If you have Libra placements, then Jupiter retrograde will be opposite those placements. Oppositions always bring out some new uh, realizations, some new things to the surface. But again, we're talking about Jupiter, so it's definitely not the most negative thing. You just might be having some realizations specifically in terms of like your spiritual beliefs or just the way that you make meaning or find meaning in the world around you, a lot of internal reflection. But again, I think it's going to be a lot of just like realizations during the retrograde. And then Cancer placements and Capricorn as well. This will be forming a square. So there might be some tension. I do always say with Jupiter squares, it can bring up some carelessness. So for my Capricorn and Cancer placements out there, just be mindful if you're being a little careless and it has some type of effect on the things that you are doing in life and just try to just be mindful. And then a last but really important thing to mention, if you're a Leo rising, this is happening in your ninth house, which deals with international travel. So you're going to want to pay extra attention to any type of traveling you're doing. And then for Aquarius risings, this will be happening in your third house, which does deal with more short distance travel. So think about your daily drive to work or your drive to the grocery store, things that you do on a more everyday basis might be affected as well just because Jupiter will be retrograde in your third house. So it's really important to know just to make sure you're doing, maybe think about it as some of like those Mercury retrograde type things where you're looking up the directions in advance and seeing if there's traffic and things like that. But that's pretty much a wrap on this crazy week. My advice is to just enjoy the new moon in Leo. It is the good thing happening this week, and it can bring some positivity, some ray of sunshine vibes into everything that's happening. Stay on the lookout for whatever's coming in the news with the Uranus-North Node conjunction. will be very interesting to see what happens, and just take note of it for the future. And then with Jupiter retrograde, you already know, just make your own luck, reflect, and be mindful with your travel. That's the advice. Next week, as we said, we'll be talking about Mercury in Virgo, which will be a different change of pace. So hope you all enjoy that. If you want to be in the loop with us and everything that's to come in Leo season, because this season is a little juicy. There's a lot of stuff going on, if you couldn't tell, and there's just more stuff happening, like eventually a little Mars retrograde pre-channel stuff you should just be in the loop from here on out to be completely honest because leo season onwards is 
a lot happening and you want to keep up with what's going on. Stay in the loop with us with everything that's to come. Follow us on social media. We are on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube, posting YouTube shorts and this podcast as well. If you want to subscribe to us, it is Blame It on the Stars podcast as well. That's pretty much all for now. Best of luck out there. We'll see you all next Monday.